Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready to listen to a podcast? John and Amanda in the morning. WSFM. Well, hello there, Amanda. How are you today? I am well, and how are you? I am well. A great weekend was had by all. I know what you're talking about. What Sharkies. are you talking about? Well, what about that? Now I that know. you mention it. What a game that was. Yeah, well. You know, I mean, don't be too boastful. We're being beaten on the ladder by a team that was stripped of all its points. So, you know, don't let it go to your head. Mm. Mm. You were missed at the Shark Park. People coming up saying, where's Manda? Where's Manda? Where's Manda? Where's I want to tell her she's a fool. <laughs> There'd have been a lot of that. <laughs> it's amazing when you're there. <laughs> there would have been a lot of Raz. <laughs> there was no Raz whatsoever. There would have been. In the, well, not for you, because it's your people. <laughs> no, there was a lot of people saying... Oh, I wish Amanda was here. I would commiserate <laughs> I'd like with her. to discuss books. I would commiserate with her over a Pims and lemonade. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, well, that's what you missed out on. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Does that Are you minor premiers? Is that what that means? No, I don't think we're minor premiers. I think if we beat the Storm on Saturday night... That could possibly be uh, minor premiership material, but but that know, would be that's the last game of the season, I, isn't it? I'll week? just say this: minor premiership is the kiss of death. No one wants that. Who wants a minor minor premiership? That, that, that must have been something that mums came up with. I'll give the boys a little pennant or something. That's it's a waste of time. Don't waste my time. You All right. Get the well, I look forward to you becoming it. minor premier and you poo-pooing it and <laughs> ripping be, up I'll your membership I'll, to the team. I'll be poo-pooing. I'll say, You'll don't be worry about it. Poo-pooing it over your pims. <laughs> You know I'm not a fan of pranksters. No. This is a story about a woman who's an actress and claims she just likes to stage events to prove a point. I don't know what the point is, mm. but this is dreadful. She sparked transit chaos when she brought live crickets and worms onto the New York subway. Um, she's trying to, as I said, stage a point as an actress, but a video showed a young man who was also part of it knocking a container of crickets and worms out of her hands, sending it flying in the air. She said it was a prank. I'm an actress. It's just me. Mm. She's gained notoriety for other viral stunts. You'll love these. Most infamously for a graphic video in which she pretended to stab a baby to death. (laughs) And in in the cricket video, the man who knocked the bugs out of her hands were also, that was all planned. But the hundreds of crickets and worms were real. And she also said she really did urinate on herself. (laughs) (laughs) So, right. You know, yeah. what Ketty gets up to in a holiday is right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gong him red. <laughs> <laughs> that's so Nina. Yeah, that's, so, that's a red faces active I've ever seen one. <laughs> Stabbing a baby and wean on yourself. Oh, and then releasing mealworms into the subway. Gee, I laugh. Get over it, people. It's acting. With the news as fit to print, we say good morning to Sarah Forster. Good morning, guys. Hello, Sarah. What's happening? Last ever game at Parramatta Stadium today. Yes. Oh, how are you feeling about that? Well, I, I think I'll probably cry, to be quite honest. I love that ground. I've mm. uh, been going there since I was you know, knee high to a grasshopper. Um, it's been a great, a great venue for Parramatta. You know, we've got so many good memories there, probably a couple that we would prefer not to think about either. But 
you know, curtain down tonight, last game at Parramatta Stadium. They're tearing it down. They won't burn it down like Cumberland Oval was burnt down last time the Eels got a new stadium. Mm. Um, right. <laughs> oh, unless anyone, you know, brings a flare or something tonight, yeah. which I'm not encouraging. No. Um, but so it'll leave Parramatta and the Western Sydney Wanderers without a home ground for about two years while they build a new mega stadium there at that same precinct at Parramatta. Um, but the Eels are hoping for a very big crowd tonight and hopefully they'll get one because mm. they should. It's been a big season. It's our last and home game. And where will your home games be next year? Well, they haven't actually announced it. I, I think everyone kind of suspects it will just be at ANZ Stadium because we play a few home games there every year anyway. Um, kind of makes sense. It's the next closest venue and it's kind of neutral territory as mm. well. But um, it's a shame losing that home ground advantage and the atmosphere for a couple of years. But the, the big new super stadium should be worth it. But um, I might try and pinch a seat or two when I'm there tonight. Are you going to take two seats? I look forward to you seeing you do that. <laughs> Put them in the shed. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you said this curtain down tonight. I thought that was one of the players' names. <laughs> well, he's on the bench. Maybe <laughs> one of the Samoan players, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Sarah. All right, well, should we have our uh, pre-show meeting? Let's see who's here. Jonesy? I'm here. Good. Well, what happened to your stamp Where's today? my stamp? It's not working. Found it. it. Uh, LV? Here. <laughs> Adam? Here. Posty? Here. What's happening today? Uh, William H. Macy's joining us today. Great. Mm. Do you remember him in Boogie Nights, the movie? Yeah. Mm, He's good in that. Do we call him William H. or Will William H. Macy or H. or Mr. Macy? Okay, you can ask the first question. <laughs> <laughs> That's the what first question taken care of. Uh, Reese Darby's joining oh, us as well. I love Reese Darby. I was watching Flight of the Concords over the weekend. There was a whole uh, Foxtel had show after show after show. I watched mm. about five in a row. It's just uh, it's so addictive. You just sit there and you just start watching mm. it, and then you're just into it. Did you see the one where Jermaine just moves out and just sort of lives in a like an electrical cupboard? Yeah. Oh, I could giggle about a par- that to myself. He has a party. Yes, he has a party. <laughs> and people can you can only get one person in there. <laughs> oh, excellent. And I think we've got some people from the block, don't we? Yes, Dan and Carleen. Oh, oh so they the... didn't have a very good night last night. No. No, the plinth, that was the problem, the plinth of trouble. Yeah. What about the candle? Oh, the candle. What did it say on that candle? Am I allowed to swear? Sure. The candle said, I love the shit out of you. Oh, man, no. <laughs> yeah, was that, that some... said? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Something like, was that it? You just swore on air. I'm so telling on you. Don't tell anyone. Excellent. Well, that sounds good. Sounds Adam, so. anything from you? No. Good. Posty? No. Good. Magnificent Seven's coming up next. If you would like to hear Amanda swear some more, <laughs> you should. maybe we should just have Amanda swears. Yeah, well... My new CD, just me swearing. 13 WSFM is our number. Good morning to you. Amanda, you had a great weekend, didn't you? I had a really nice weekend, thank you. I saw the movie Argo on uh, Netflix. I haven't seen Argo before. This was an Academy Award winning film by Ben Affleck based on a, a true story, which is extraordinary. Do you know the story of Argo? No. This information only came out recently because of um, statute of, you know, classified information, that when the Iranian, when the American embassy was stormed in Iran and Mm. all those 
people were taken hostage. There were six that escaped. And the only way they could get them out was a guy from the CIA had to pretend he was a Canadian filmmaker and they were making a science fiction film. And he had to set up a studio meeting. He had to have all this stuff in place to make it really look like a proper film before he could go in and rescue them. And this is a true story. It sounds incredibly fanciful, but it was incredible. Extraordinary. Just like yeah. my weekend. What would you do? I was Smokey and the Bandit Trilogy. One, two, and three. Is that a true story? Yeah, it's a, they have to get some beer across county lines. I can see why that information was classified. We've got a long so way to go years. and a short time to get there. That's us in a nutshell. Well, that is. We have the Magnificent Seven. There are seven questions. Can you go all the way and answer all seven questions correctly? Question number one. What does the store IKEA sell? 13 WSFM is our number. Question number one is going to Jackie in Ingleburn. Hello, Jackie. Good morning. How are we? Good Very thanks, well. What store? What does the store IKEA sell? Furniture. Yes. Yeah, but it's ready to assemble furniture. But yes, furniture nonetheless. In Friends, Rachel screams this at which other character? Just so you know, it's not that common. It doesn't happen to every guy, and it is a big deal. Hmm. <laughs> Who's she yelling Ooh. at? Oh, Joey. No. No. <laughs> No, she's screaming this at the other love of her life who mm. had, she had a very tortured relationship with. Give us a call. We're only up to question number two. Let's see how Tony from Blacktown goes. Hi, Tony. Good morning. How are we going? Tony. Very well. Have a listen to this. This is a scene from Friends. Who's Rachel screaming at? Just so you know, it's not that common. It doesn't happen to every guy and it is a big deal. <laughs> uh, I believe she's... Yelling at Ross. Yeah. Yes, she is. That's when he had trouble with reverse parking. That was his reverse parking really? issues. Really? Yeah, Why I didn't he just that. go in frontwards? <sighs> I don't know. You'll have to talk to I will. the producers of the show. Sure. The founder of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, dropped out of which Ivy League university? Harvard. Yeah. Yes, it was. Look at you it go. was Harvard, Tony. Now, Tony, this one's multiple choice. What's the Hindi word for potato? Is it A, aloo, B, papu, C, patata? <laughs> B. B, papu? No, it's not papu. It's not papu. No. 13 WSFM is our number. What is the Hindi word for potato? Is it aloo or patata? <laughs> I think I've had a stroke. This is going to Sandy in Liverpool. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi. Hello. This is a multiple Hello. choice question for you. What is the Hindi word for potato? Is it A, alu, B, papu, C, potato? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with A. Yeah, alu. Actually, potato is potato in Spanish. Oh, look at us trying to show off with our knowledge. So stupid. (laughs) Sure. Uh, The flat white coffee originated in which country? Are you there? Yes. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can, Sandy. Jonesy just asked you the next question. Keep going, Jonesy. The flat white coffee originated in which country? I keep losing you guys. Okay, Sandy. Oh, sorry, time. Sandy. We'll do it some other time. Um, <laughs> Nick's in Canley Vale. Hello, Nick. Nick. Hi, Nick. Nick. Oh, hi, Amanda. <laughs> yeah, Sandy. hi. Yeah, Sandy. Nick, the hi, flat there. white... Let's move on with this. The, <laughs> the flat white coffee originated in which country? 
Stephen's in Homebush. Hello, Stephen. Oh, please. Oh, come on. What's oh, happening? Come on, we make an effort. We Hi, show Stephen. Up. Are you there? Yes. Hello. <laughs> well, is this monosyllabic day? <laughs> Stephen, come on, Stephen. Fl- you're on the radio. The flat white coffee, Bit of up with Stephen. Inflection, please. The flat white coffee originated in which country? It's closer to home than you think. Yes. I think uh, Australia. Yes. Was originated. Yes. How many times have the All Blacks consecutively won the Bledisloe Cup? Do you need a clue? New Zealand. Yeah. Oh. No. You know, should we just give up? <laughs> I tell you, let's, let's just all regroup. We'll play a song and we'll come back. How many times have the All Blacks consecutively won the Bledisloe Cup? New okay, Zealand. if you're getting on the radio, make an effort. Question number six is going to Jeff in George's Hall. Hope he doesn't mind you being in there. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Good morning, Jay Z. Amanda, how are you? Jeffrey. Now, I'll ask you this question. How many times have the All Blacks consecutively won the Bledisloe Cup? Our last caller said New Zealand. What do you think the answer might be? Ah, uh, 14. There 14. Uh, Kat Mahaja is the younger sister to which former Auburn deputy Hello. mayor? Oh, oh, man. Can you hear I can me? Hear you. Jeff? Yeah. yeah, I can hear you. Okay, what does that mean? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, 14. Yeah, okay. okay, now question number seven. Kat Mahaja is the younger sister of which former Auburn deputy mayor? Salim Mahaja. There it is. You've done it. Congratulations, Thank Brother you. Jam Pack. Inside a $100 voucher to Bondo Pizza, so much more than pizza. Season 7 of Modern Family, back to with uh, more Hello, laughs. Jonesy and Amanda. Yeah, to Jonesy and Amanda. <laughs> yeah, to Jonesy and Amanda. <laughs> as well. I can hear you. Is this like uh, a university uh, prank? We like. Uh, anyway, you get the Jonesy Automatic character, choose a fit of colour and some stainless pencils. Hello. Yes. Oh. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, is he joking? <laughs> no, I can hear you, but just. Just. Well, you don't need to hear us anymore. <laughs> Jeff, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. I think we've got trouble with our phone system. Do you or think? Do or you a think? university fraternity is trying to prank us. If that's the case, I am so stoked because I'm All right, I, we'll I'm come up after six thirty. We've got a case of bad worse worstest involving a toilet. The Jalmanac is our big book of musical facts. On this day in nineteen eighty four, Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark was topping the charts in the US. You remember in the music video Courtney Cox hopped up on stage to dance with Bruce. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. This was Courtney's big break. After that, she got a job in a movie. And not just any movie, the He-Man movie, Masters of the Universe. Mm. Courtney played a human called Julie opposite Dolph Lundgren, who's not a human. He played He-Man. Here's an important scene where He-Man realises Julie could help him find a dangerous weapon. It's this large. It has lights on it. Wait a minute. I have seen that. My boyfriend and I found this thing that had all these patterns of light and this music coming out of it. That's it. Where is it? Kevin has it. He's in terrible danger. Let's go. She helped She helped He-Man find his magical sword. Yeah. Could she help He-Man find any talent? <laughs> Can perhaps the directions to NIDA? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so without Bruce, Courtney wouldn't have got Masters of the Universe. I don't know what she did after that. Fell into obscurity. I've got a case, a story from Norway, a case of bad, worst, worstest. Now, bad. Mm. Your friend is urinating into a public toilet and drops his phone in. Oh, yeah. Bad. It's a long drop, so it's not connected to the sewer. 
you are an amateur diver and you say, you know what, I'll just see if I can quickly retrieve it for you. That's bad. That, 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 yeah. Worst, the fact is it had been a bit discarded and this long drop hadn't been emptied for the season and there are animals in there. Yeah. So we've got our bad, we've got our worst. Mm-hmm. Our worst is you go in to try and get it out and you can't come back out. Oh. And you spew on yourself because <laughs> it's so mank. Yeah. And you spend an hour standing thigh high deep in wee, in poo and your own sick, being bitten by animals while the fire department come and retrieve you. Oh, good Lord. I know. It all happened because he's trying to do a favour for his friend. Mm. Firefighters had to destroy the toilet to get him out. He suffered minor injuries to his arms as well as animal bites. (laughs) But If you're showing off and say you've got an animal bite, don't say, oh, you got it while you were down at toilet. (laughs) No. But at least he's made his way onto the Norwegian fetish film (laughs) festival. And you know what? Never got his phone back. They couldn't (laughs) find the phone. No, all that for nothing. If you got the phone back, you go, well, that was worth it today. <laughs> Thank you, Munz. You're welcome. In a world of products aching to be reviewed, we give you Munz Review. This is a TV show from the States that I first came across a number of years ago. It's called Superstar USA, and it's a reality singing competition, but it has a twist. Its contestants are terrible. I mean, all show contestants are terrible, but they select the ones that are the worst without telling them that's what they're doing. And they say, the judges say they're not doing this to humiliate people. They pick the most delusional and they push them and push them. So the finalists are, are chosen. So they're told that they're going to get a recording contract based on talent, but the audition process mocks them in a way. So the bad singers are given praise and passed on to the next round. The good ones have to go. The finalists are subjected to makeovers uh, where they're encouraged to emulate pop stars. They are given help by choreographers and vocal uh, coaches who tell them to stretch their vocal cords far beyond what they can actually reach. So it's all, they're pushed, so it sounds dreadful, but they're constantly encouraged. Mm. And so that the audience doesn't laugh and boo, this bit's dreadful, the audience is falsely informed that the singers are terminally ill. So the three finalists, would you like to hear the three final contestants? Yeah. Here's the first one, Rosa McIntyre. She thinks she's great. That's what's so dreadful about this. She's so delusional. Then, of course, there's Mario Rogers. Let's see how Mario goes. And I don't want to miss a thing Because even when I dream of you As we the people never do I still miss you, baby And I don't want to miss a thing So they've been encouraged to go for it. Yeah. Do you want to hear who the winner was? Sure. It was a woman called Jamie Foss, a buxom young blonde girl. You'll be surprised she can barely carry a tune, funnily enough. Let's see her winning ways. Oh, bye, bye. 
is, as the winner, she's awarded $50,000 in cash and a $50,000 budget to produce a record, which, of course, never surfaced. So at the very end, they reveal the truth to Jamie. Jamie, there's a twist to this show. We really weren't looking for America's best singer. We were looking for someone who, who thought they were America's best singer. Jamie, we lied to you when we said you were a great singer. Are you willing to put in the effort to become a true superstar? Um, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> I don't think she understood the proceedings. I don't think she understands. She, she seems care. happy enough. She got $100,000. She's happy. <laughs> Whatever. Here's a snippet of last year's finalist. <laughs> and that's the real meatloaf. <laughs> it always comes back to meatloaf. <laughs> so maybe Superstar USA isn't so far off the mark. This has been Month's Review. WSFM's Temptation. Go! We have $1,000 every hour from 7 to 7 with Temptation. First thing you need to do is call us on 13 WSFM. We're going to play the snippet of a song. You have to tell us what the song is by title and artist, but you dictate how much of the song you hear, and that changes how much money you win. So if you want five seconds of the song, a big chunk of the song, mm. you win win 100 bucks if you can guess it. Chickeny pants option. Three seconds, a slightly less of the song, you'll get $500. Middle of the road option. Can we tempt you? If you want a thousand bucks, you only get one second of the song. You are a bloody legend option. Hello there, Frank of Roselands. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, Jamesy? Great. Hi, Amanda. Hello, Frank. What option are you going to go for today? Um, I think I'll go for the thousand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Frank, thousand you are bucks. a legend. We need the song, title and artist. You're only going to get one second of it. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Here it is. Three, two... One. Oh my gosh. Um Frank, <laughs> Frank it's all on oats. It was this, Frank. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no, I couldn't move, I couldn't work that one out. That's you know good. what though, Frank? You walk away, you are still a bloody legend. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Sure okay. you're broke, but you're a legend. <laughs> and you get to hear all the notes, so it's not all bad. Watch the block last night? Well, we're going to be talking to Dan and Carleen a little bit later. They didn't go so well with their um, bathroom, mm. baths on You know what I've noticed things? about Dan and Carleen? Mm. They're the sort of people that say happy wife, happy life. They're full of all those Aussie sayings. It, and, and they like decorating their home with, you know, self-fulfilling prophecies and, you know, things like that. The thing is, the judges on that show are punces. I like them, but they're punsy. And that's not how everyone wants to decorate their home. But it's interesting when there's a clash of cultures mm. so that the judges come in and are looking for a classy. They want things that are classy. Yep. That's not always everyone's taste. Dan and Carlene had some things in there that offended the well, judges. They, they, they did offend them. They, obviously, Dan and Carlene like spending their budget down at their local Granny Mays to get, <laughs> to get quirky home goods. Well, what about this? This is uh, how they ticked off the judges last night. With the candle. Look at what's written on that candle. And seriously... I'm glad you brought that to my attention because yeah. that's a point off. So there, they a, lost a point for their candle. They had a candle, and the candle had "I love the S H I T out of you" on it. And I, you know, it's not my taste it's either. A, you know, yeah, it's not. It's not. That's not for me. It's funny, isn't it? Though I wonder if 
you know, the partners have different ideas, don't mm. they? Sometimes your wife or your husband buys something or wants something and you, you have it in your house and you just, it's not what you would choose and you think, I'm getting rid of it. Years later, it's still there. Yeah. Your wife must think that about a lot of your stuff. My wife worships the ground I walk on. Does and she? All the stuff that I bring into the house. That's why she put from, tacks all over the floor. <laughs> from, my, from my authentic red phone box which is a work in progress at the moment, Yeah. to yeah. my flight centre man, mm. to the pinball machines, mm. all the cool stuff in my house, my wife, mm. she just she just loves it. Yeah, she but she say, tolerates it, doesn't she? She does. She, she goes along with – but I put up with her stuff as well. Like she gets um, all those those letters you know, and, and just makes, you know, like believe and stuff like all that you've junk. You've got eats in that. your kitchen, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or did you put that in your toilet? <laughs> Because you can move the words around. So sometimes it's T and sometimes it's eat or sometimes it's ETA. Yeah. <laughs> How confusing for everyone. Mm. Well, the tribal drum is going to beat for this this morning. My partner, the home decorator. Yeah. Harley thought it would be funny when we went to the Bradman Museum. He bought a Richie Benno candle. <laughs> really? When people come over, Harley puts it on the dining table and people don't know whether he's serious or not. And I don't know whether he's serious What, or what is it? Is it, a, is it of Richie's head? It's Richie's face on it, yeah, on this candle, <laughs> but it's got a false kind of flickering flame. It's powered by a can- by a, a, a battery. Oh, how good's that? Yeah, no, just it's like not. Richie. That's no. great. It's not good. It's dreadful. It's not. Is it beige, <laughs> off white, or bone? <laughs> My partner, the home decorator. What is yep. it you're putting up with? So basically, this is a forum for you to rat out your partner. Yeah, for the junk it. that they put in your house. Tara is. <laughs> that's not crass. Tara's in Orangeville. Hello, Tara. Hello. Um, Hello. My partner has a bookcase and he's put an impact driver drill on it. Mm-hmm. And no one's allowed to move it. He's got nice bottles and books and then there's just a tool on the bookcase. Because <laughs> he likes the look of it? Yes, I don't know. It's some special tool and no one's allowed to touch it. Well, it might have sentimental breathing. It's Impact funny how quickly you get drill. used to things. The first day you did it, you probably thought, well, that's just stupid. And mm. then, you know, five years later, it's still there. Well, it does sound delightful, and I wouldn't deduct points mm. at all for that, Tara. The, Thank you. The tool and the bookshelf. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. Susan's in Sutherland. Hello, Susan. Yes. Hello, Susan. Who's who's the bad decorator? Uh, my husband. Mm-hmm. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. He um, bought a dentist chair and we've got it in our lounge room. <laughs> Does anyone sit in it? Uh, yeah, he sits in it all the time. He reckons it's really comfortable for his back, but it's really, really ugly. It's it's maroon. It's an old-fashioned one with um, blue sort of um, 
fittings and things. Right. And bad vibes. No good vibes can ever come from a dental chair. They are comfortable, though. <laughs> yeah, he just we saw it in one of those quirky shops and uh, he sort of looked at me and he says, oh, I really, really want it. And I just said, well, where are we going to put it? And he said, well, where else? In the lounge room. So... <sighs> Mm. That's where it's been for two years now, so it's just about had its use-by date. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit over it. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm seeing it's going on eBay this weekend. Yes, I like how he said, well, where else? In the well, lounge. Where, where else is it going to go, you fool? <laughs> <laughs> Stevens in Campbelltown. Hello, Stephen. Morning, guys. How are you? Good. What have you got? Um, well, I'm the home decorator. Um, many years ago, I actually, uh, when I was uh, driving on Parramatta Road, I picked up a mannequin and uh, put it in the car and uh, took it home and... My wife looked at me and said, what the hell you got there? And I said, oh, I'm going to use it for a hat stand in the front of the door. And I said, you're going to be kidding me, aren't you? So I put all my hats, all my scarves uh, on the on the uh, mannequin mm-hmm. and use a hat stand. Yeah, that's a great, that, I love that. That is great. Has your wife come around? Uh, sorry? Does your wife like it now? No, she has, still mm. hates it. Absolutely hates it. Is it, is it, rid of it. Is it naked? Is it? Sorry? It's naked? Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. It's, got no, it's got no genitalia, but hey. <laughs> but, but hey. <laughs> but, but, but hey. <laughs> Fair enough, Stephen. Get your thrills where you can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm like that. <laughs> You'll be buying candles for it at Christmas now at this rate. Well, thank you for all your calls. We're going to be talking to uh, Dan and Carleen later in the show. Yeah, and I'm William, sure they've got dead genitalia. But and hey. William H. Macy yes. is going to be on our program as well. Josie and Amanda. Jonesy Demand, a celebrity car wash. We're giving you the chance to win $1,000 cash thanks to Armour All. The first thing you need to do is call us. Well, that's right. Give us a call, 13WSFM. The Jonesy and Amanda Car Wash is open for business. Mm. It's for celebrities only. We will be washing the car. Just putting some water in the bucket right now. Oh. I'm wearing my shorty shirt, shorts and my crop top. What about We're you? We're washing... <laughs> No, I'm fully clothed. Thank you. We're washing the car of a mystery celebrity. If you can guess whose car it is, get a thousand bucks. 13 WSFM. Jonesy and Amanda. Yeah, come into the car wash. We've got a thousand dollars to give away with our celebrity car wash. You got a bit of soap on you there. Let me just get that off you. No, focus on the car. Well, let's have a water fight. That's always no, no. fun. <laughs> we are going to wash Notice the car of a celebrity. T-shirt's got a bit transparent there, Amanda. You have to. We're going to wash the car of a celebrity. You have to guess whose car it is if you want to win the thousand bucks. Well, look, put the water in the bucket for starters. Okay. Oh, this is going to take all day. Right, let's open That's the car up and just have a look, so we get a clue. Oh, look at all these magazines. Saucy magazines. So, yeah, you know. Oh, like, oh. And the owner of the car mm. is in most of them. Yeah, look at that. Michael's in Warrington. Hello, Michael. Oh, saucy magazines. Well, yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah. you know, pin-up girl magazines. Yeah, and, uh, the, this is the owner of the car. She's a girl, by the way. She's in most of these pictures herself. Mm-hmm. Who is it, Michael? Oh, Kim Kardashian. No. no, it's not. All right, we better keep washing while we're here. Okay, we get the vacuum. Yeah. Oh, look, there's, there's sand. A lot of sand. sand. Yeah. There's, there's sand everywhere. Careful. It's in my face. It's in my face. 
Lauren's in Avalon. Hello, Lauren. Good morning, guys. Ah, sand. Sand. Um, ah, Elm McPherson. No, it's not. Sorry, Lauren. Okay, we better keep... Look in the glove box. There's always a good clue. Look in the glove box. Have a look at this. Look, it's a one-piece swimming costume. It's very high cut. Maybe you should try it on. (laughs) Should I put it on backwards? It'll look even better. (laughs) You're always trying it on. (laughs) Vicky's in Penshurst. Any idea, Hey, guys, how are you? Good, thanks. Who might it be? Is it Pamela Anderson? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We, we didn't even get to see her bra. No, we didn't, but we have washed a car, so she yeah, should be very grateful. Yeah, she pleased with this. Uh, congratulations, you won $1,000 cash plus an armour all pack to freshen up your own car. Thank you. Good oh, you, you're welcome. You could probably bring it down a little bit, <laughs> scaring the neighbourhood pets. Thanks to armour all, fragrances that carry you away. We'll, and we'll do, do it, it again, again tomorrow. tomorrow. WSFM reaction line at 8 o'clock. 13 WSFM police have criticised the inquest into the Lint Cafe siege, saying it has destroyed the reputations of the officers involved. Yes, Sarah, the Police Association obviously isn't happy with the need to have a public inquiry into all of this. No, they're worried that because there has been evidence given in a, in a public atmosphere, anyone who's anyone has been able to listen to that, form their own opinion and make uh, public criticism. They're also concerned that too much tactical information has been released and that means that if there was to be an operation in the future of a similar nature there could be a chance that perpetrators would know or be able to expect how they, they would think police would respond because it's all out there. I can see why the families of those involved wanted some kind of inquiry, but I don't know that we needed to have a public inquiry. Yes, have an inquiry into the procedures for the police and to learn from the mistakes, if there were mistakes, to learn from those mistakes so that procedures are better next time around. But I don't know why all that had to be public. I think it had to be public because this is uncharted territory for us. So now we... But who's us? The police? But us what what c- changes citizens. things for us? So it, we know what's going to happen if we're in a situation like that. We, we know that, you know, you, you have to look after yourself. But the, the situation won't be the same next time because we've had an inquiry, we've learnt what went wrong and how we can fix it next time. The situation will be different next time. What do you think? Do we need a public inquiry into the siege? 13 WSFM. Well, they absolutely needed to have a public inquiry because it showed the gross incompetence and if we don't show that, there won't be improvement. It just would have been hidden. And there had to be an inquiry. Why did two people die? That's the whole point, that, that the inquiry is there for, to find out why those two people died. And everybody needs to know because you do get put in the same situation. The whole thing's a joke. We don't need a public inquiry. It's all about trying to force blame on the reason for something happened. It happened. There's no blame. All we should have done was just acted faster instead of, of what we did. That's it. Our next guest is one of, I think, the world's best character actors, William H. Macy. You know him from films like Fargo, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, TV series Shameless. His latest film is Blood Father, where he stars alongside Mel Gibson. William H. Macy, hello, and what a thrill to have you on the show. Well, I'm pleased to be here. It's very early in the morning, isn't it? Well, it's not that early. It's it, it's an, a reasonable time. If you're into calisthenics, okay, good. It's a good it's a good, <laughs> it's a good time to be up. Why not? I'd imagine you'd be up doing your calisthenics. Um, this movie, you know, it's not a comedy by any stretch. No, it's quite uh, dark and very intense, isn't it? But in a nutshell, what, what would you yeah. say? The how, how would you sell the premise to someone that was going to go and see it? Um, it's um. It's a story that's been told before, but I loved the writing and I loved the way they told the story. And of course, I got to act with Mel Gibson. Can you believe it? Mm. And um, uh, a man dragged back 
into his violent past in order to save his daughter. Um, it was very compelling on the case, on the page, and I, I felt like the violent as it promised to be, I thought it was honestly portrayed. Um, I had uh, never worked with Mel before. Well, I had never met worked with... Uh, Aaron Moriarty before. I did all of my scenes with the two of them. Your your uh, role of Kirby, your character is Mel Gibson's uh, sponsor. He's his best mate. There are some moments of such warmth between the two of you. Does that just happen because you're good actors or did you actually form a camaraderie with him? Well, thank you. Yes, it's all acting. But in <laughs> fact, I, I adore Mel Gibson. I mean, I've loved him for years and... Um, he was intense. I mean, this is the first film he'd done in a long time, and he was focused and prepared. He looked great. You can't believe how he's in great shape. He had that big beard, and uh, he's got a wicked cool sense of humor. I just adored the guy. It was great fun hanging out with him. Yes, I felt genuine affection, and, of course, everyone loves me. Oh, well, why, why wouldn't they? <laughs> What's not to love? That's what I say. Why not? <laughs> In the film uh, Fargo, that was really your breakthrough role for most of us to see you up on the on the big screen. I read that you had to fight Absolutely. really hard for that role. That was. Do you look back on that as the sliding doors moment of your life in a way of where your career could have gone and where it went? Oh, without a doubt, it was one of those opportunities. Um, my mentor and teacher, David Mamet, was famous for saying. You don't just get a break in this world. You get many breaks. It's how you respond to them. And I read the script. I loved it. It was the Coen brothers. Step back. It's the Coen brothers, man. Everyone's going to see it. Mm. I knew it was a career changer, a career maker for me. And, yes, I worked very hard. Um, I was ready to do the whole movie at the second audition. You you play light and shade so nicely. I think one of the nicest, one of the biggest accolades I imagine if this was said about me, how did you feel about hearing that the producers of The Simpsons said if ever there was live action version of the show, you would be Ned Flanders? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I even have the costume. Uh, that is very, very flattering and I love The Simpsons. Hey, hey, could, you pl- could you grow a good moustache? Oh, killer. Killer. Oh, so- I can go... I can go toe-to-toe with Tom Selleck when it comes to moustache. Oh, he is the king of moustache. Would Felicity, your wife, be appreciative of the facial hair, though? This is, I'm just worried about at home, you know, how... It's, um, it's the rare female who says, yes, I like kissing a man with a beard. Really? Mm. Um, and my daughters just loathe it. And, of course, for Frank Gallagher on Shameless, I'm, I look like roadkill for half the year. <laughs> Um, well, we are looking forward yeah. to, uh, of course, Bloodfather is in cinemas this Thursday, and we're also looking forward to you being on the cover of Wood Turner's magazine. Is that going to happen again for you? Well, we can only hope and pray. That was one of my finest moments. I was going to do um, fine home building, mm. but they um, they went with a radial arm saw instead, and I got bounced. <laughs> a piece of machinery got the cover. That's outrageous. Yeah. Uh, It's a lovely saw, but I was still jealous. William H. Macy, thank you. Thank you, folks. Thank you so much for the phone call. Love talking to you. WSFM's Temptation. Go! We have $1,000 every hour from 7 till 7 with Temptation. First thing you need to do is call us on 13 WSFM. 
Here's how it works. We play the snippet of a song. You have to tell us what the song is. We need the title and the artist. But you determine how you play and how much money you can go for here. If you want a bigger chunk of the song, five seconds, you're only playing for 100 bucks. If you want three seconds of the song, a little bit less, you'll get $500. If we can tempt you for $1,000, you only get one second of the song. What about Sandra of Hurstville? Sandra, can we tempt you? Uh, I'll go middle of the road. Three seconds. Three seconds for $500. We need the song by title and artist Sandra. Here it is. Okay. Three, two, one. Been down that road before. Go. Uh, Paul Young. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Baby, you're all that I need. No, Sandra. It's Brian Adams, and it's heaven. Brian Adams. Oh, <laughs> of course. You gave but it I a think red you hot knew go. The song. You knew the song, I but did. you got I knew the it. words yeah. mixed up and the artist. And oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. sorry. It's Sandra. the pressure. It is it the is pressure. It is the pressure. It is the pressure. All right. Well, Ronnie, I'll give you another crack at it after nine o'clock this morning. It is warming up. I tell you what, I've got a local news here from somewhere that's nice and warm. Well, well what area of local news? I don't want to say because you'll want to do an intro. Well, I'd rather know, just get... It's the Sunshine Coast. I've, well, why didn't you say it was the Sunshine Local news happening now on the Sunshine Coast. Locally. Sunshine. So I added a drink. I'm just making you a nice drink. Thank you. It's the Sunshine some sort Coast of fruit. daily that this has come from. I'll just read it to you as it is. Police strip search a man after being arrested and discover he was hiding a 20 centimetre rifle bolt in his anus. <laughs> Warwick police found the implement poking out of the 21 year old's bottom during a strip search. The man had reportedly been in the Warwick watch house for 20 minutes before the bolt was discovered. Be a rough 20 minutes. <laughs> He'd been arrested on unrelated charges. Mm. A 20. Uh, at 20 centimetres, it is essentially slightly longer than the length of a $10 note. <laughs> the wow. man was charged by police with weapons offences because this unique hiding place is apparently not an approved storage facility. No. There you go. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Maybe he was riding shotgun. <laughs> he wouldn't ride very far like that. Those 20 minutes where he was trying to secrete it must have been the longest in his life. Local news happening now on the Sunshine Coast. Locally, Sunshine B. The brilliant Reese Darby. Well, he's an award-winning stand-up comedian and actor. We first got to know him in Flight of the Concords. Since then, he's been in a stack of films and television shows. Hunt for the Wilder People, he was in most recently, that we saw. Absolutely brilliant. Well, he's heading to Sydney for the Just for Laughs Festival and he's heading straight down our phone line now. Hi, Reese. Hello. How are you? You well? Yes, very good, thanks. <laughs> good. I was, everyone in Australia, we have a lot of Kiwi jokes. What is a Kiwi joke that denigrates Australians? Oh, well, I think the the whole thing about the uh, the Kiwis moving across to Australia 
you know, and then that uh, raises the uh, IQ of both countries. Right, okay, yeah. But New Zealanders will always win. You just mentioned the bled is low and it's all over. Exactly, yeah. It comes down to sport at the end of the day, doesn't it? It really However, does. Yeah, and you guys didn't have a great Olympics, did you? No. No. Well, thanks for bringing it no, up, no. Reese. Well, actually, Dan, how many? Because uh, New Zealand, you we guys. Had the best one ever. You, I know. You guys killed it. Yeah, we did pretty well. And and, and your your sporting budget's, what is it, $23.47? Yeah, no, it's gone up to 30 bucks now. <laughs> That's why. That's why. And you get a free steak and cheese pie. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you win gold. Yeah, that's right. And Flight of the Concords, it's just, it just goes from strength to strength. And no matter what episode you watch of it, you, you, you're always just into it. I, I just love that show so much. So where's that at now as far as making series for it? Well, Flight of the Concords, that TV show finished quite a few years ago. You know, we did two seasons. It finished back in 2009. So wow. we, haven't, uh, yeah, we haven't done anything more on that. That's a sort of a testimony, though, isn't it? That's a good thing, or is that a bad thing? Oh, no, it's a wonderful thing. It's, it means that, yeah, it's, it's standing the test of time. Hopefully that show will be, as, will be around as, as long as, for as long as something like Faulty Towers has been, where people can just go back to it and, and see it as a piece of art and enjoy it from generation to generation. Yeah. Have they stopped making Faulty Towers as well? <laughs> oh, no. don't break all the bad news at once. I hate to tell you this. I hate to bring the, be the bearer of bad news, but yes, I've finished that one. Oh, Come on, no. what are you, next, what, Gilligan's Island as well? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that's, I think that's still going. <laughs> Reese, with your stand-up material, what sort of stuff do you draw on? What would you be talking about on stage? Well, it's very observational for me. It's, it's kind of my life and how I live it, and it's always slightly uh, askew with. It's very physical. Um, I mean, I, can, I do sound effects. I kind of portray, I can portray kind of different kind of situations on stage and play a number of different characters talking to each other. So it's, oh, it's kind of hard yeah. to explain. Sure. I didn't know you did sound effects. What sort of sound effects do you do? Oh, you name it, I can do it. Helicopters, machine guns, really? police sirens, you know, space spaceships. Can, can, we, can we have a spaceship? <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we have, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind a helicopter. Amanda wants a spaceship. Can you do so. a spaceship for me? Well, it's hard to do one over the phone. I can oh. do, I do, I'll do some spaceship doors opening for you if you okay. like. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, imagine, imagine you're on a ship mm-hmm. and the doors are about to open. Put in the code. You want to get through to the bridge. Here we go. Boop, 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 boop. Wow. There you go. You're through. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Here comes a helicopter coming in, guys. Watch out. Here comes a helicopter. Wow. Hope you're doing that with your mouth. <laughs> That's excellent. That is extraordinary. You don't need Kiwi jokes. That was a Huey 300. Wow. <laughs> I could pick it. Yeah, but if you're the 500, it's a bit louder. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda was having flashbacks to Nab. <laughs> wow, that's, that's... Yeah, you got to watch yourself. <laughs> that's... You know, forget Kiwi jokes. I get to sit and watch you do that all night. Um, Reese, it's great to talk to you. Reese Darby and friends at Just for Laughs at the Sydney Opera House. Tickets from ticketmaster.com.au. Reese Darby, thank you. Thanks so much, guys. You know what gets my ghoulies? The microwave, and it's got that cool section. So not only it heats your food, then it goes into this cool section.
But it sounds like it's still heating when it's cooling. This is the office one. It's a microwave. Yeah, it's supposed to heat stuff up. I don't want it cooling down and it doesn't even do anything. It's so it's useless. a microwave. You don't want it cooling yeah. down. And then it has little twee sayings, oh. enjoy your meal. Well, mm. well, I'm not having a meal. It's a coffee, you idiot. So then I'm having an argument with the microwave. Yeah, so who's the idiot? <laughs> anyway, that's my good. I think it might be you. I was just perusing my TV guide on have you been paying attention tonight, Amanda Rose Keller. There's me. I'm there with uh, Kitty Flanagan, Mick Malloy, Good. along with Sam Pang, and of course uh, Ed Cavalli. So it's a big cavalcade. Is Sam still going with that mo? He's still going with the mo. I thought mm. it might have been a Movember thing, no, but, but uh, yeah, he's still got the mo. It's August. It's not August. Actually, a whole lot of people we're not that far away from Movember are starting to think about it. Well, Maybe let the girls do it this year. <laughs> have you started already? <laughs> I just have to stop shaving for ten minutes, and my luxuriant handlebar moustache will spring into place. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just ask your opinion about who wants to be a millionaire is on tonight. But they're saying that they give away the million dollars. Isn't that kind of ruining the surprise? I bet you anything that Eddie will get to the point of telling him whether he's got his answer correct, and he'll string it out for. A, Minutes and we'll go, yeah. we know, we heard the promo. <laughs> He's already won it. Uh, the block is back on the telly tonight. Uh, did you see Dan and Carleen? They got in trouble because they had that, that candle with a mm. swear word on it mm. that said, I love the S-H-I-T out of you. And the judges weren't happy. Look at what's written on that candle. And seriously, I'm glad you brought that to my attention because yeah. that's a point off. <gasps> Points deducted for their crass candle. Gee, lucky those judges don't come to your house and see your bathroom. <laughs> Dan. We're going to talk to Dan and Carleen next. Here comes another one. Well, the top season of The Block has well and truly kicked off. Now, last night, the first rooms were revealed. The five teams have spent the past week doing the master ensuite bathrooms in an Art Deco building. Just thinking about this makes me want to collapse in a heap. Not all the contestants were happy with the results. Dan and Carleen had a rough week. Uh, they join us now. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? How are you going? Very well, We're thank okay. you. We thought that you guys, you know, you've renovated eight million homes in your lifetime. I thought that <laughs> I thought that you guys were lay down Mazaire to just nail this. Yeah, well, you never know with renovating, do you? All sorts of things unveil themselves and go wrong. And then you came unstuck with the, the candle. They didn't appreciate your candle. <laughs> the candle. Oh, the styling. <laughs> I'm not putting. I'm not putting my name to that. No. no. <laughs> were there times during that week when you were filming where you just said, "Oh, stuff it, I'm going home." Oh, um, sort of that actually. What we while we were up on the roof, Amanda, I thought maybe I should go home back then. But once you're in, you're in. You've just got to stick it out. It was very hard to start off with, especially because of uh, being the favourites, and we were supposed to tear this thing apart, which we actually did, but in the wrong way. <laughs> um, uh, so it was hard. It was very hard. Well, look, you had a bad first week. Hopefully yeah. things turn around from here. Um, as viewers, do we have some stuff to look forward to with you guys? Uh, yeah, it gets better and better for us as we go along. I suppose it's, I said to someone, it's like a horse race. Like We're, we're not sprinters anymore. We're mm -hmm. probably a 3,200 racer. Uh, so... Once we get along the, the back straight and um, heading home, we, we finish pretty strong. So, um, so you're not in the knackery? We, <laughs> no, 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 no. We actually got across the line at the end too, which was good. That was our main aim halfway through the program. But <laughs> we uh, we did well. We we um, we showed them at the end that we could produce some good room. So, 
Watch this space. Watch this space. Well, good. Oh, and if anything, you've always got a, a an advertising deal with Granny Mays if you keep putting stuff like that candle in your room. That, that, that's a good thing. Oh, uh, gee, that, what was I thinking? What was hey? wrong with the candle? I didn't that see anything uh, wrong with it. Well, they're, they're nothing, but Granny Mays, have, they've got heaps of crap like that. So uh, this would be... <laughs> I could see you guys being like, you oh. know, maybe franchisees, perhaps. <laughs> Dan and Carleen, thank you for joining us. No problem. No worries. Lovely to talk Bye to you guys. Thank you. Good. Don't worry. Uh, good luck. We, we're rooting for you. Thank you. Just your support will be fine, I think, Amanda. Dan and Carleen from the block. Everybody shout. Come on now, sing out. It's time for the ghoulies get together. An email we got from Bronwyn. What gets my ghoulies are online recipes these days. Often I go to quickly look up a recipe online. However, I have to scroll through pages and pages of someone's personal blog before I make it to the recipe. If I want a recipe for sweet potato brownies, I don't want to have to read all about someone's life story first. Why does everyone assume that I care that they served up these delightful treats at their friend's kitchen tea? Yeah, just get to the <laughs> point, you online just bloggers. Just get to the recipe. I paid to see me a diving act. I want to seize me a diving act. I don't want to hear you blog about it. That's good. I like that. Gary's in Glendenning. Hello, Gary. James, Amanda, I love your show. We love you, what? Gary. No, it's what gets my ghoulies. It's up a morning and of an evening. People not using their headlights. Is it saving them petrol? I wonder. I don't know. Mm, do you yeah. see it a lot, Gary? Yes, I've been running my son uh, nice and early at the station. It just seems of an evening and of a morning. They just don't like to put the headlights on. I just think that maybe they, they might be saving some petrol or something like that. Because mm. mm. Amanda went to, the, we went to the garage the other day to get your headlight fluid replaced, didn't you? <laughs> Look, you know, I asked them if I could buy some elbow grease while I was there and some striped paint. Yes, Brendan, that's what I did. And how much will that be, Mr Mechanic? <laughs> $2,000 to you because I like you. Thank you, Gary. I mean, the message there, if it's dusk or dawn, put your headlights on. And then write a if vlog about it. If it's of a morning or of an evening. Yes. Out with the bad, in with the good. If you dipped out, you can always email us, jam, wsfm.com.au. Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. Sydney's WSFM. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.